Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. Today on the Ether, Sommelier, Finance, and Polygon. Have a chat. Let's take a listen. Hello. Hey, Zaki. Hey, Sandeep. Hello, hello. I think Polygon's handle will also join as the host, right? Uh, yep. As soon as they come in, I'll make them co-host. Okay. Hey everyone, just bear with us for a few moments while we sort these final um, technical things. The infinite logistics of uh, Twitter spaces. I've invited the uh, Polygon DeFi account as a co-host, so if you can just accept the invitation. I'm asking Polygon main handle to also join. I think that's what uh, okay. you know we have done. Should have uh, added both, in fact. If possible, but I think we we should take the main one. Okay, sounds good. I think we also did not post it from the Polygon main handle. It was only from the DeFi handle, which is a much smaller one. So, yeah, which is a very new one, actually. So maybe let's join from the main one. Okay, the Polygon account has been invited as co-host. <clears throat> awesome. Yep, we will take. One second, and I think we can get started then. Excellent. Okay, well, thanks everyone for taking the time to join us uh, this morning or afternoon, depending on, on where you are in the world. Uh, we have an exciting space set up. So my name is Josh. I lead uh, growth efforts here at Somalier. And, you know, we have several members of the uh, Polygon Matic team, which is really exciting. And then also our co-founder, Zaki um, so let's just do a brief round of intros. Um, let's start with Sandeep, and then we can move to Hamza and Asif, and then and then finally Zaki. Sure. So uh, I'm Sandeep. Uh, I'm one of the co-founders at Polygon, and uh, I take care of the you know ecosystem and uh, business development and uh, yeah marketing side at Polygon. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Hamza. Uh, I do all the DeFi, FinTech uh, side of things. Been here for the past two years. Uh, happy to meet everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Asif. Uh, I take care on the DeFi, BD, and growth side. Uh, really pleased to be here today. Zaki, did you want to introduce yourself? I think Sandeep wanted to go. No, no, no. No, Zaki, okay. you go ahead. Go. I was just going to say that I don't think that Zaki needs an introduction, but yeah. Sure. Neither do you guys. I mean, 100%. <laughs> uh, uh, you guys, uh, I mean, this is uh, the accomplishments of the Polygon team have just been unbelievable in the last two years. So uh, we, we, we are all, uh, it's, uh, it's, gr it's, it's great to see this, uh, uh, like all of the maturity 
uh, and like this is like one of the reasons why you know uh, we have started uh, you know we the sort of sort of trigger point for this is a couple of things right one is um, you know support for sommeliers uh, uh, one of sommeliers strategists launched the first strategy with uh, with the Matic asset right which is uh, you know the the sort of uh, uh, staking and fee payment asset on the um, current polygon chain. Um, and, you know, if, you know, right now it's, you know, this is the first, one of the first assets outside of the majors that has been supported on the Somalia platform outside of Bitcoin and ETH. And I think it is a testament to everything that you guys have accomplished that, you know, you built like one of the most liquid assets in crypto. Um, and it's something that we can actually support within the, within the Somalia platform. Yeah, let's just, um, that, that was a great intro, Zucky. So let's just dive into it. Uh, Sundeep, on the, obviously, the the Polygonmatic community is very familiar with all your accomplishments this year. You've, you know, made a, a lot of noise within the, the broader crypto space, but could you just double click on some of the uh, items that makes Polygon different from maybe other smart contract platforms in the space? Because uh, that could be helpful for some of our audience as well. Sure. Uh, I think like, you know, I think the major differentiator uh, between us uh, and, uh, you know, other platforms out there is that we have been very, you know, kind of mission focused in terms of getting the mass adoption. Right. And, uh, you know, like I think last one, one and a half years, or in fact, I would say two years since 2021, I think the the war cry from the whole eco industry was, was that we should all uh you know go mainstream because previously like you know back in 2020 during the days of DeFi summer you know at the end this was like 50 to 100k users which were just like you know the same DeFi money circulating between uh you know few individuals and especially like out of them few whales like few 10,000 20,000 whales and some things like that so um I think from our side like you know we uh, made uh, a lot of concerted efforts over the last two years to take like Web3 mainstream, uh, take out a lot of, you know, uh, stigma around like Web3 NFTs and things like that, did a lot of things around that. And that resulted in a lot of like, not only like on the gaming side, uh, Polygon is like one of the, I, I would I would say like not one of the, but in fact, the biggest gaming platform, which we believe that, you know, will always bring in the, uh, the, 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 the large, uh, you know, DAU, a filled, uh, you know, engagement into Web3, but also like, you know, a lot of brands and things like that. And before that, like, I think 2021, when Polygon DeFi also boomed, I think, uh, you know, after Ethereum, uh, you know, Polygon for the longest time was probably, uh, you know, one of the largest Ethereum and maybe Binance Smart Chain also at times, like, you know, has a lot of volume because of uh, BNB or Binance users. So I think, uh, you know, around second or third place in the DeFi side also. And, uh, you know, definitely on the on the, on the gaming and, uh, you know, uh, gaming and the, the, the larger like brand NFTs, whether it's Reddit or Instagram or, um, you know, Starbucks or many, many big brands, you know, studios, Nike, they all chose Polygon to uh, did do their, uh, you know, NFTs and they have pretty large communities over there. Uh, so th that's where we have been different, but also 
you know, at this point in time, I think because of whatever has happened in the macro markets as well as like especially in the crypto uh, markets, I think the focus comes back to the core DeFi and, uh, you know, NFT and PFP kind of niche communities. So we are now like, you know, again, like, you know, re-emphasizing on those core communities also. But primarily, I would say the biggest differentiator for Polygon has always been uh, the mass adoption. I'm not even getting into the tech side where, you know, Polygon has been a very like, you know, we we have always wanted to scale Ethereum. And, uh, you know, we feel that, you know, we, we don't, uh, Polygon as a technology platform doesn't uh, kind of pigeonhole itself into a very niche layer to uh, kind of strict definition. It feels that you know um, the 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 opinion is that you know Ethereum is scaled by also these you know side chains which are low security, do not get full security from Ethereum, but they also provide some level of you know user interaction for a lot of different kind of developers and use cases. And whereas like we are also building and arguably like one of the you know leading players in the uh, zk uh, full blown layer to Ethereum layer to scaling where we have a ZK EVM, which is expected to go live uh, mainnet anytime, uh, you know, now. So we are very close to that. So these are some of the things about Polygon, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that, that's a great color. Uh, kicking it to Zaki, do you want to maybe introduce what Somalia is to the, the Polygon audience and then also touch on what differentiates it from, you know, other vault strategies? Yeah, absolutely. Um... So the core idea of sommelier is that, you know, that like one of the big missing pieces for the, um, so like if, if you sort of go back to the sort of core vision of what is DeFi, DeFi, the core vision of DeFi is this sort of be your own bank, be your own, uh, 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 be your own financial service provider, essentially, right? Um, you know, LP on AMMs. Uh, earned yield by lending, um, sort of direct access to financial primitives. Um, and that is, I think, you know, a beautiful vision of like self-custody and financial inclusion. Uh, but like one of the things that we have, I think, seen and, you know, one of the things that Sadeep was just talking about is, you know, DeFi summer felt a bit empty, right? It didn't really lead to, it wasn't leading to mass adoption. You know, you saw a few whales, um, but also essentially like uh, CD5 asset managers, right? Like, oh, like put your money in Celsius, put your money in BlockFi, et cetera. Um, and, you know, we will go out and use DeFi on your behalf to earn yield. Um, and that's not the vision of DeFi that I think will, it's it's both an unsound vision, right? We've We've seen the uh the 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 opacity the fraud all of the, the the massive amount of losses and the massive pullback and harm to the crypto market um that has come from all of these platforms and so what we've uh what we built with sommelier and uh what's so sommelier is a protocol we're running on top of ethereum uh l1 we primarily target uh ebm blockchain so we're you know looking at ethereum and then we're looking at the other uh both ethereum l2s um, and EVM sidechains to Ethereum uh, as uh, as potential as potentially where we're, we're going to deploy in this month. Um, but basically, what we do is we provide a crypto native asset manager. Um, so uh, right now, in our current version of Sellers, um, our crypto native asset managers are able to uh, 
hold assets like stable coins and trade between them uh, and and uh, and more volatile assets. So we have strategies that support ETH, Bitcoin, uh, UD, and Matic um, as assets today. Uh, and then you know later this month we are launching our Sellers V2 uh, products uh, or like capabilities, which is going to allow strategists on our platform. So basically, what happens on Sommelier is uh, Sommelier is a protocol. It's a protocol that is, uh, you know, a combination of uh, co like Cosmos tech and Ethereum tech um, in, in some ways similar to, uh, to what Polygon and Matic have, uh, have also, you know, hybridized Cosmos tech and Ethereum tech to build uh, the current version of the chain. And, you know, they're exploring uh, and, you know, that has been another platform for a while. Um, we use this thing. We use this thing to build a system that of managed vaults um, on Ethereum, where people can put their funds in, and then uh, a, a strategist that's off chain that interacts with the Cosmos chain um, is making recommendations to the validator set, and then the validator set actually executes uh, trades and rebalances uh, on behalf of the user. So basically, what this is is a way of you know. Of uh, of having the mar of of having someone uh, manage a position in DeFi on your behalf, um, and so right now this is a, a mechanism of having you know so like what we've launched in terms of the stead what uh, we've launched with Patash Digital so Patash is the strategist is uh, what we call the steady matic strategy, uh, which is a strategy that is basically uh, you know you put funds in uh, you know you uh, put funds into the vault. Uh, the vault trades uh, between USDC and Matic uh, over time. Uh, you can withdraw your funds at any time, and you can always see uh, uh, what the strategy is doing. Uh, and these are the kinds of strategies that have been uh, uh, sort of give people a way of participating in these assets um, without losing the principles of DeFi, uh, self-custody, transparency, visibility. You know, the strategist can't walk away with your funds. Stratus can't YOLO all of your funds into some, you know, some asset that you didn't expect, um, while also, you know, not having to spend your entire day uh, sitting there managing your DeFi portfolio. Um, and that's that's sort of the core vision of Simone. Got it. Yeah, I think that's that's really helpful context. Since you started marching down that path of explaining the, this steady um, Matic strategy, do we want to just take one step back and touch on why we felt that was uh, the right asset to introduce beyond ETH and BTC? Um, so, what, you know, right now, so the way Sommelier works is we work with external strategists. Um, so we are working with this team called Patash Digital. Um, and Patash has been a signal provider in the hedge fund industry. Uh, for many years, um, they're sort of an established trad five player. And, you know, one of the things that we've wanted to, you know, one of the things that they look at is, so their their initial strategies that they launched were steady ETH and steady Bit, uh, Bitcoin um, using ETH and WBTC um, to hold these uh, uh, and to sort of manage a position in, in both of these assets. And this has been a, a big, uh, uh, so, you know, these are strategies that are designed to sort of uh, be profitable over long periods of time. You know, they're sort of buy and hold uh, type strategies, um, but they need, uh, you know, 
fairly liquid assets um, to operate on. And, you know, we need also need, uh, we're constrained by uh, right now, the current uh, strategy implementation supports trading on Uniswap V3. Um, and so when we, we are looking for assets that have, you know, a considerable amount of Uniswap V3 liquidity uh, for us to be able to trade into. Um, and so, you know, one of the, one of the assets that fit best, uh, fits best in that possibility space uh, has been Matic. Um, and then, you know, just as an asset that I think is going to be very exciting uh, coming into 2023, right? You have, uh, you know, uh, Sandeep has talked about um, all of these partnerships that they've, and, you know, the, I think the Reddit partnership comes up over and over again in like, you know, I was just in like the Cosmos BD chat. Um, and, you know, as the, as the sort of uh, single sort of, mo it's, it represents, I think, like one of the most significant accomplishments and sort of business development uh, 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 in the Cosmos ecosystem. It also, you know, I, I think probably the first time I met with the Reddit team about doing something in Web3 was probably 2017. Um, and then, so it's a it's an incredible accomplishment, you know, for the Polygon got them over the finish line and actually got us a, a thing deployed. Um, and the, you know, also with you know the launch of the the for, you know what will likely be one of the first zk rollups um, or uh, zk EBMs to launch on mainnet. Um, I think it's just going to be a very exciting asset, and um, it's really exciting to be able to bring uh, the opportunity to participate in that asset. Uh, using the Sommelier platform to uh, to our to the user base. Yeah, I think all those efforts have definitely you know pushed usage and then just also awareness and popularity. So so completely agree. Um, Sandeep, do you want to talk about like I know you've touched on some of the the accomplishments uh, over the past year and then also some of the exciting things on the horizon like the zk EVM. What what stands out to you? Um, just in, in general, as far as like what's possible on Polygon, is, is there something you're particularly proud of? And then we can shift to Asif and Hamza for the DeFi side. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we specifically on these, uh, you know, DeFi uh, Twitter, Twitter spaces, like we want to specifically make it about more about the 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 protocols that are launching on polygon so yeah about polygon i think we mostly mentioned most of the like links over there and i think some of the or one of the most uh you know kind of uh uh you know lucky or proud thing i would say about polygon is that you know except the pfp nft pfp communities i think polygon across whether it's like the DeFi or it's gaming or it's like, you know, brand integrations and, uh, you know, these Web2 companies launching protocols or DAOs. I think Polygon, you know, always remains in the top two or top three platforms uh, in terms of the adoption. So that's a very, uh, you know, lucky and happy and proud part for us. And uh, I think by daily active users also, you know, I think multiple, uh, you know, weeks, uh, you know, mul multiple days in the week, like Polygon has larger number of users than the Ethereum main chain itself. So that's that talks a lot about the ecosystem. But I'm coming back to the, uh, you know, Somalia fi finance, like I, you know, we have the opportunity to have uh, Zaki here, like, you know, whom from whom we have learned so much across the, you know, years. So, uh, like, you know, we want to know more, like I also personally want to know more about Somalia because this is basically, although it's a bad way to say it, but this is basically the, 
Celsius or Voyager or all of these like big platforms they they created, but in a decentralized way. And it's kind of a you know it it kind of a viral concept. Uh, it's kind of a viral concept in in itself. And what Zaki was saying, Zaki, you know, what you said is that, and that this also struck me that you know we always talk about that DeFi never really got into the mainstream adoption, but actually in a way it did. But a large number of smaller retail people got masked by these CDFI like players like Celsius or Voyagers of the world and all that. So they never interacted on chain self custody in the self custody way. But we had a large number of users who were at time at one point in time were you know interacting with DeFi. So Somlier is basically uh, you know providing these 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 like you know retail uh, you know non whale uh, users. To kind of uh, to 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 get into a professionally managed uh, you know asset manager uh, you know kind of vault asset asset managed vault where you know they can have these more uh, kind of risk protected risk parameterized uh, strategies uh, deployed on their capital. So that's that's a that's an amazing concept, uh, Zaki. So apart, like you said that you have one capital manager. Uh, like what's the what's the future of like you know having more and more capital managers? And as a user, do I choose that which vault I go and this vault is managed by this particular capital manager versus like I go to some other vault which is managed by like how do you yeah uh, ecosystem growing? So absolutely. So we actually have two capital managers that are uh, we have three capital managers live on the platform. Um, Seven C's, uh, Cleargate Capital, and Patash Digital. Um, and we are working all the time um, to onboard new capital managers, and we do you know. This is a, you know, it is a classic, there's a, a classic chicken and the egg uh, uh, problem of, you know, that we are sort of used to solving in, 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 in cryptocurrencies, but it's every single time until you kind of have it, which is, you know, uh, uh, retail users are not, uh, uh, you know, or like, you know, cap, like capital managers are attracted by TVL um, and bootstrapping TVL is, is a challenge um, and retail is, you know, they're concerned about smart contract risk and, you know, they're concerned about, you know, in general, new things, they need to get, build awareness of a new platform. Uh, so right now what Sommelier is offering is effectively a marketplace of strategies. So there are um, right now five strategies live on app.sommelier.finance um, and users can pick uh, which strategies they want to put their funds in. Uh, and that's been a sort of a, 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 a that's sort of the the current piece of it. One of the other things that you know is a, is an interesting layer on top of it is, is you can actually we tokenize all of the strategies. So every one of the strategies you could actually also purchase on Uniswap. Um, so if you you know if that's a more familiar ecosystem, we actually have Uniswap links, um, and we also make uh, 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 we have the strategies are also available on. Uh, on a Cosmos Dex called Injective, uh, the Helix deck on top of the Injective chain. So we actually make these strategies available in lots of different ways and lots of different places. So the, because uh, like one of the other general theories that I have is that like exactly. one of the big- Yeah, I have this question. Like what what do you mean by like you, you tokenize the strategy? Like, yeah, uh, so that is one question. Second question is that do the users choose which capital manager I'm going to choose as my this thing or the protocol yeah. divides the capital amongst the capital managers? No, right now the users choose. Um, uh, okay. So 
the users choose which strategy, which assets they want to. And then um, the tokenization thing, I think, is actually probably an interesting thing to talk about. I'm curious what you think about this, which is one of the other barriers that I really see to DeFi adoption is that as a practical matter, like the user experience of I put my money into this, like basically from a user's point of view, they're like, I take my money, I put it in a website and then like the money disappears. And like the website tells me, you know, I, I'm, uh, uh, I'm earning yield and I like don't really have any sense of this thing. Whereas we've seen reasonable, like the one part of the one piece of, of DeFi, right. That has like substantial user numbers and substantial user option is like decentralized exchanges and the user experience that that presents to people is, Hey, I just like, I push a button. I like, you know, interact with this website and now I have a token in my wallet. So one of the things that we, I really think is actually like essential to the future of DeFi in general is that we give users that user experience when they're interacting with DeFi as much as possible. Um, so there's this, uh, 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 ERC four six two six standard of uh, like sort of tokenized vaults, um, and Sommelier has has adopted this ERC four six two six standard. So in your wallet, you can actually you're holding the strategies, and the strategies strategy tokens all have a redemption price, i.e., they can be redeemed into the underlying like Bitcoin or ETH or Matic um, directly through the smart contract. But also, you know, there are market makers. Um, one of our, one of our, you know, one of our strategy, uh, one of our, our sort of associate affiliated teams right now is running a market maker, but hopefully in the future, there will be more uh, market makers who are, who are willing to also facilitate on that, that on behalf of users. So from a user's point of view, that's like, look, I just like, sure, I'm like participating in the strategy, but my actual mental model is I'm just holding the steady BTC, steady ETH, steady Matic asset. That asset has a redemption value. I can always just trade that for USDC on 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 Uniswap or on any decentralized exchange, and hopefully someday decentralized uh, exchanges. And that's my and so like I'm participating with an asset manager, but like the crypto native way of doing that is just to hold a bunch of assets that represent positions with those asset managers in your wallet. I see, I see. So basically. Um, you, so let, let me, let me see, like, if, if I understood correctly. So if I, as a user, I bring, let's say USDT in my vault, in the vault and, uh, you know, which is run by the capital manager a, and now that vault itself is tokenized. So some people can simply come and buy that, you know, kind of the, the, the vault, uh, tokenized vault tokens, right? Like which yep. basically. Funds like have their NAV kind of, they buy the NAV, uh, you know, kind yeah. of unit. You're essentially, yeah, you're buying, uh, you're buying any NAV and there's always a redemption value, i.e., uh, uh, you know, what is like, what is the, what fraction of NAV does the, does the token actually, and, you know, market makers have no incentive, you know, there's no incentive to offer a price that is, um, so the, the, you know, we, that's why we needed, uh, we can only offer this. Uh, uh, this market making on places that offer have an order book arranged liquidity because you you want to you don't you don't want the market maker to offer a price that's 
you know, substantially different than the underlying NAV of the of the of the of the vault. But as a user, you're just like, okay, I just like I'm own like I'm owning a piece of NAV. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah, and just one thing to uh, to add, like one thing uh, uh, we we spoke also, uh, Zaki, when we met about like this uh, about four six two six. The one thing which also makes it very interesting is that it makes DeFi natively multi-chain, and what that means is like not just bridging the assets, but bridging the bridging these yield tokens. So I'm curious, uh, these yield tokens, like uh, these four six two six tokens, can be natively moved um, using Superform, using Socket, using like all these like bridge infrastructure. So I'm curious, like how are you thinking in that? Uh, and you know, how we can- you know, Yeah, you know. I mean, I think that's like, so right now, you know, the, what we're doing with the bridge, like exactly, you can bridge the ERC64626 tokens. So you're able to actually trade Right now, ETH, Bitcoin, Matic exposure, let's say on on you know Helix, uh, on Cosmos over a bridge, you'll be able to you know we can launch these tokens on any number of dexes um, and make them available and 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 so now you're also going you know and uh, you know as we as the next version of sellers roll out, you're actually going to be able to trade yield um, on it like you'll be able to trade Polygon yield or ETH yield on another chain. Um, and so you can have these, like, you know, as we sort of advance towards, you know, the, the application specific blockchain future, you know, you might have, you will have these hyper optimized, you know, decentralized exchange, uh, chains, um, but you are going to be able to trade yield from either like generalized smart contract chains, et cetera, on top of them. Um, this is the, this is the, this is the vision of the future that Sommelier is, 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 believes in. Yeah, and this this is this is really cool also because like uh, I don't see why um, like I'm particularly very bullish in this pay, in the four six two six land, but I also why I don't think uh, like Aave and like all of these like major primitives should not be on every chain. Uh, it's it's not it's not safe. It is not. Uh, I mean, you you have seen all the bridge hacks and all of these things uh, in the past, and like uh, I'm curious, like what do you think? Will 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 we see a world where um, you know? these big these big primitives are on each each chains or is it more towards this like you know uh, tokenized yields just passing around uh, through infrastructure yeah i mean there's a lot about the current defi landscape that kind of i think is uh sort of like doesn't make necessarily long term sense right um like liquidity and like the underlying like sort of leverage yield liquidation infrastructure you know having like having all of the stuff so that like you can have like so it's like you know right now you kind of have this like weird weird world where even among large cap tokens like there's just like there's like one there's like one venue for every for for these tokens so like you know, it's like Matic is actually a kind of unusual asset in the sense that it sees significant volume both on uh, on the Polygon chain itself and on 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 like in the ETH L1 DEXs. Um, most other even large cap assets are like right now trading primarily only on 
uh, on one chain, which is like, which forces, you know, which creates this whole like sort of story, right? Where it's like, okay, we, we need chain link on every chain. Now we need like, because we have chain link on every chain, now we have Aave on, now we need Aave on every chain. Uh, uh, then like, now, then you have like all of this, like, and then you have a lot of like bridge infrastructure that flows over this. And ultimately like this, like none of this makes any sense. Um, like I would, I expect that we will see in the future um, much more consolidation of liquidity um, and, you know, essentially probably like, you know, I would expect to see a world in which, you know, for the, for the, you know, in the short term, like uh, uh, large cap assets, primarily like, like assets have liquidity on ETH L1, they have, um, and like large trades are there. And then you're going to have an, a universe of like probably of L2s and app chains um, that are probably that are going to be, you know, higher frequency, uh, 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 you know, smaller, smaller size trade liquidity um, that supports things like order books, etc. Um, and that'll end up being much more like and then if you and then you only really need the lending protocols, etc. around those like major trading venues. Yeah. The, yes. That that's also a, like kind of our thesis. And just want to add it, uh, add one thing over there is, um, uh, yes, like most of the liquidity will definitely be on Ethereum, uh, as you are seeing even today. Uh, but one thing which I wanted to like bring into a lot of people's attention, which I think <laughs> Sandeep, we should talk more about this uh, and should talk properly about this, is that the new users will not touch Ethereum. Like that is one thing we I think everyone can agree on. Mostly, um, yeah. uh, is that the new users won't be coming, and where will these new users come from? These new users will come from mobile wallets. Mostly, most of the things like you have seen Reddit, you have seen. Uh, either whether it is, uh, you know, the NFT part or whether it is liquidity. When it comes to liquidity, it's usually like mobile wallets like Robinhood, uh, like, uh, you know, the, some of, I can't name, but some of the one very big uh, DeFi protocol that you that you use every day, probably like all of us use every day is launching a very big um, wallet, mobile native wallet, you know, seed phrase less and all those things. So, <laughs> so I think we all yeah, uh, yeah. we all knew who correct, correct. <laughs> I <laughs> I literally have like six wallets on my phone just testing every day uh mobile wallets and I think the seed phrase less wallets will be like there is count abstraction and all these like good things that we like and like security wise as well. So like this one dynamic uh, like one liquid, one part of liquidity is the one that is already there in the system, the DeFi summer kind of liquidity, which, you know, the whales and like people who have remained uh, have. But the new liquidity will come on chains like Polygon, because one of the things that we are doing very actively is like Robinhood will be launching their mobile non-custodial wallet in the next few weeks or end of January, I think. And that brings like, you know, the 1.52 million new completely new users from their main Robinhood wallet. Uh, the the one that every every DGN in the world uses. Like the big DGNs, <laughs> the ones that trade yeah. the big markets. Uh, so those those users, uh, you know, coming in. So that brings like a whole new liquidity and not the stale liquidity that we have, you know, been accustomed to. So I think like that, I'm, I'm curious to see like how, like uh, this, this uh, trend of like uh, new liquidity, how can we capitalize on that, how how you think Somalia can you know work uh, on that side? Yeah, so 
from my point of view, the the big opportunity here, right, is like I think this is why you know ERC four six two six is going to be really important because you're going to need a bridge between that new liquidity and that those new users and uh, uh, and like where they're trading and where the sources of yield are, where most of the assets are, where like the core. Uh, 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 sort of DeFi whale activity is, right? And so if the core DeFi whale activity is on, uh, on, is on, uh, uh, it's going to stay on ETH L1. And I think that that will be true for most of at least 2023, then the, uh, but the traders who are, who are, who are coming on boarding onto these platforms are all coming on, on, you know, Polygon, uh, L2s, et cetera. Uh, thou, those, you know, the, 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 the meeting point of those things is going to be ERC4626 tokens that you can, uh, 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 you know, where you have access to the yield from ETHL1, but you're trading on it on, uh, on ETHL2 ecosystems. Um, so this is like, this is, you know, this is the, this is the world Sommelier was built for, um, is this is the world that we anticipate. This is what the protocol is designed to do. Zucky, does it make sense to double click a little bit on our architecture and how we facilitate some of this multi-chain activity in a way that's probably different from a lot of users, or different from the way a lot of people are maybe thinking? Yeah. So one of the things that we've, so, you know, I also worry about, like, I think we all, like, one of the biggest pieces of stress and anxiety around all of these things has been, you know, bridge risk, right? And so one of the big things that Sommelier decided to do in our sort of core architecture is we don't, so, you know, we have this multi-chain ecosystem and, you know, I, I, I fundamentally believe in the app chain thesis. So Sommelier has a Cosmos app chain and that app chain is doing a bunch of work behind the scenes that is important for like the scalability of the strategy platform for governance for fault tolerance. But one of the things we don't do is we don't bridge assets. Um, so right now, every strategy right now, we have strategies on only on Ethereum, but we're about to have strategies on other platforms. Um, but every one of those platforms, the assets will not be bridged. So, you know, when you put, uh, uh, when you, when you add, uh, uh, you know, USDC, USDT uh, DT to a sommelier, strategy, what, what are you doing? You're not getting, uh, 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 you're not bridging that onto the sommelier chain. Your, your assets stay. And what, we're, we, what we bridge between them is essentially uh, the trading orders, the execution of the system. Um, and that has been like a sort of core principle. And I think we are going to move in general away from this like asset bridging architecture, which gives you very little defense if you know there are uh 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 you know uh if you know the uh, the assets if the bridge is compromised too much more of a of a like of a multi-chain application infrastructure where sort of uh uh, uh where sort of instructions are are transferred over multi-chain infrastructure but the assets on the whole remain on their home chain yeah so just to bring that point home a little bit more if there was a strategy on Polygon, then, and you deposit like USDC there or um, Matic there, 
that's in the smart contract on Polygon. And then if the strategy is about, you know, trading those assets, so buying and selling them, the strategy provider or the capital manager is running their algorithm, uh, you know, off-chain. That message gets the message to like Bymatic, gets passed to the Sommelier validator set. They come to consensus. And then once they agree that that message should be bridged to Polygon to be executed, it passes through the bridge and is ultimately executed on Polygon. So that's what Zucky means by the instruction. So there's no bridge risk when it comes to like the, the actual assets themselves. The only thing that is bridged is that portfolio adjustment, you know, buy this asset, rebalance this position. So I just wanted to provide that clarity for, for folks. Um, I know we only have a few more minutes left, so maybe we can shift to some uh, audience questions. So let me um, bring up Tom. He has a question for Sandeep, I believe. Tom, you want to ask your question? Um, yeah, I had a question for Sandeep. The other day you were talking with um, the Utes guys, and uh, you said that everything coming up for Layer 2s was going to be denominated in ETH. And I was just wondering how that will affect uh, Matic, and will it affect Matic at all? Yeah, yeah. So uh, when I said that denominated in ETH, I mean, the, the main thing was that the gas fees can be in ETH, right? And uh, the gas fees actually, um, you know, like there have been multiple uh, reports also that gas gas fees technically does not add uh, a lot of token to the lot of token value accrual, uh, a lot to the token value accrual. The main utility of Matic token is to uh, for the stakers to stake Matic token and provide the security or the validation services to the transactions. And in turn, they make money by getting that gas fees, which is being paid, whether it can be paid in Matic, it can be paid in ETH, it can be paid in a stable coin. It does not matter in which coin it, it needs to be paid. So the, the 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 larger consensus, and as you can see that, for example, all the layer twos, for example, Optimism, uh, Arbitrum, even Starkware, like they all are going to have ETH only as the gas fees because that's the most easiest user interface for the for the end users. That you deposit ETH and then you have ETH on the other side. You use it to pay for the gas. You use it pay for the for the NFTs or whatever you are buying. So I actually specifically mentioned about the gas fees, not the denomination in ETH or anything. And gas fees can be, as I said, can be in any. Uh, this thing it does not matter uh, for the for the for the underlying token, the staking token uh, value accrual. Hey, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Tom. Oh, can I ask one more question, real quick? Yeah. Uh, sure. Are there going to be different nodes running these new layer twos that you can stake on? Yes. So multiple, uh, you know, like we we also go, uh, expect to go into a multi-chain uh, world where, you know, Polygon would probably have, uh, you know, one or two public chains, like not one or two, in fact, two, three, like ZK EVM and then the Polygon POS chain is there and things like that. And plus we will also have a lot of app chains, right? So yes, you would be able to, you will be able to uh, stake to other uh, chains also in future. Right, perfect. Thank you so much for your time, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom, for the question. Um, let's go ahead and bring Stephen up. So, 
I also have one more question for Zaki. Like Zaki, what what do you think will trigger the mass adoption of this on chain? If if you will, like you know the although now these are defunct like Celsius and Voyages, but at one point in time they had millions of users, right? So what do you think is is missing, if anything, uh, which can bring these large number of users to Somalia Finance? I think ultimately it's going to come down to like name brand asset managers, right? I think there's two things. Like one is, you know, basically these things are going to have to show the yield, show the returns, et cetera. But I think the other thing is going to ha- happen is like what you need is sort of name brand asset managers to see the uh, see the vision of, you know, and choose to offer their services. Um you know, I think like one of the challenges that we have right now is the the set of asset managers on top of Sommelier, um, Seven Seas, Cleargate, Tosh, they're all great. Um, they're all amazing, but they're not brands. Um, they're not brands that people uh, know who they are. And I think like one of the big challenges that is going to, I think, and you you see this also with, you know, like the, the platforms that came before Sommelier, like the Celsiuses or the enzymes, um, et cetera. Um, and what you need in order to, uh, 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 to like really trigger the mass unlock, right, is both the returns, but also this like brand um, uh, and brands that, you know, build a lot of a strong relationship with uh, uh, their users launching on top of Sommelier. Um, and I think that's like one of the, uh, uh, one of the, one of the, one of the tricky things of the current stage of where Sommelier is at, which is that like, we haven't yet brought, uh, a sort of, you know, truly branded, uh, 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 you know, strongly branded asset manager onto the platform. But that's something that like, you know, folks like Josh are working on every single day. Yep. Thanks. All right. Let's, Let's go ahead and um, Sandeep, if, did you have another question or can we? No, go? no. Okay. Cool. All right. Let me bring Stephen back up. Stephen, go ahead and ask your question, please. Yep. Yep. We can hear you. Can I ask my question? Yeah, go ahead. How do you plan to retain long-term investor and what are the benefits of retaining them? Are you planning to move to another blockchain in the future? to launch launch your mentor? Absolutely. So how do we plan to uh, retain long-term investors? So I think there's like, I think the question, there's there's a couple of different uh, 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 pieces of this uh, is we've talked a lot about uh, um, SOM strategies. Um, There, so the, the idea, the, the, this, the idea of some strategies and like why they're good for sort of long-term retail investors is absolutely this kind of like set it and forget it aspect of it, right? Is really what people want is, you know, they don't want, like people don't want their job to be interacting with their portfolios. People have lives and jobs outside of finance. Um, uh, and, but they, you know, I think people do understand and embrace the vision of, uh, of cryptocurrency and of DeFi, of you know wanting to have that transparency and wanting to have control over the, the level of control over the fund, but they don't want to be trading every day. So I do think that sort of really are the demonstration of this like set it and forget it thing with um, some strategies is key. 
We also didn't really talk about the the um, the SOM token, um, which is uh, which is has another a number of other interesting pieces to it, um, which is that it is a non-inflationary staking token that where yield is generated um, from the fees um, that are paid and the success and the profits of the strategies that are bought. So, you know, essentially NAV translates into the staking uh, returns on some platform. Um, and later this month, we're actually gonna, we're, we're launching a chain upgrade that actually um, is gonna start delivering that staking yield to some holders. Thank you, sir. Thanks for the giving chance. Awesome. Um, thanks, thanks, Stephen. Let's take one more question and then we can shift to like some closing remarks. Um, so I'm gonna bring up Rec News. Rec News, go ahead and ask your question, please. Rec News, go ahead and ask your question if you have one, please. I think we can move on, Josh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, thanks. Okay, um, so can we just shift to any uh, final remarks? Um, maybe we'll start with Sandeep and then shift to Zaki. So any... Sandeep, anything on the horizon that um, users should know about Polygon? I think the our flagship, uh, you know, uh, product that is upcoming is the ZKVM, and I think we believe, uh, like we we strongly believe that you know there's going to change the landscape for layer two scaling because that removes the data costs that uh, you know like optimistic rollups uh, might have uh, because they have to post all the data back on Ethereum also. And a good part is that, you know, with with all of the, you know, crazy work that Polygon Zero, Polygon Hermes team have been doing, they have been able to make, uh, you know, our, our ZK rollup fairly efficient also, which is the main thing. Like ZK rollup is, 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 is okay to create, but creating an efficient ZK rollup is the most important thing. And I think we are approaching a place where we can confidently launch a fairly uh efficient zk rollup cost effective zk rollup so i think that's the main thing and uh you know we are very very close to that uh hopefully you know we'll give the good news to the community soon okay awesome looking forward to that uh and then zaki any final thoughts maybe just reminding folks how SOM can can serve them what the different type of personas uh, that could find SOM useful yeah absolutely um thanks for the hints josh um the uh, so what are the what are the different ways in which you could participate in SOM? So you can um, you know you can uh, uh, today we have we have four strategies. We have a a, a strategy that is uh, doing stablecoin yields on Aave. Um, it's doing about three uh, percent APY right now. Um, so if you are sitting in stables on ETHL one um, and you don't want to be thinking about which uh, which and manage, actively managing your Aave lending position, uh, please consider using the Aave strategy. Um, and then, you know, if you want uh, sort of managed exposure uh, to uh, ETH, Bitcoin, we have a whole bunch of different strategies. We have both uh, the ETH trend and ETH momentum strategies, along with the steady strategies for ETH, Bitcoin, Uni, and Matic all running. Uh, there is liquidity mining for the SOM token on both the Uni and the Matic strategies. Uh, that the uh, sommelier community, so you can earn SOM tokens. Um, and then you can also uh, stake SOM tokens, participate in governance, uh, 
trade uh, uh, both the you know both these uh, strategy tokens and the SOM tokens on Osmosis uh, or Helix on Injective, uh, and you can also uh, and then we have staking yield uh, coming later in January. Yep, that that's a, definitely a comprehensive overview. So thank you for that. Um, so I just want to wrap up the space and, and thank everyone uh, on the Polygon side. So Sandeep, Asif, Hamza, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Zaki, uh, as well for sharing, you know, what we've been building with the, with the Polygon community. So it's been really wonderful. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for the great discussion. Thank you. Thanks, Zaki. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the time. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was Somalia Finance. Polygon, having a space, talking about things, recorded on Wednesday, January 4th, 2023. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. If you want to keep listening, head on over to Terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way Resuscitating major players in the waiting room Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom Slayed a few in my early years, often ate the shroom Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news To let us know what we should believe as the latest truth Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role Sorting through support from your endorsements Of course we're tripping balls, handing reports in the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smashed Big trip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastise into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner finger, licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Terror spaces.